Hello, Property Nomads. Hope you're well. Today's episode, we're going to be looking at diversifying residency and helping to build a global safety net. The reason for this episode, uh, this comes off of the back of uh, myself being granted temporary residency in Mexico. And I'm not going to lie by saying it, it was one of the um, happiest and proudest moments, one of the proudest days in my life, knowing that something that you know I've thought about for a long time and I've put into action actually came off. And you know that when you set yourself a goal and you set yourself a target and then you reach that target, you do get that sense of elation. Then you take a day or two to sort of celebrate or, or relax yourself and then you go on to the next building block. And, and that's what the last few days has definitely been for myself. But before we get into a building a global safety net for yourself, it's just so you know that our friends at Progressive Property are hosting their flagship multiple streams of property income event. It's a fantastic event. It's Friday the 20th of October to Sunday the 22nd of October. It's in Peterborough, which is about an hour's drive or train journey north of London. It's completely free to attend. The link to get your free ticket is in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, it's in the description below. Aaron and I have attended a multiple streams of property income many times before. Uh, it really is great for getting started in property, for networking as well, uh, and also uh, as a refresher. And there's so much to learn. You can learn about service accommodation, uh, rent to rent. There's so many different property strategies out there. Highly recommend you get over to that event. That's Friday the 20th of October, Sunday the 22nd of October. Completely free. Link is in the show notes. So, so diversifying residency and helping to build a global safety net. Now, it's quite an important thing to do because ultimately it comes down to putting all your eggs in one basket. And you should never put all your eggs in one basket. That's my belief. That's Aaron's belief. It's a belief we have here at Property Nomads. And speaking to someone recently about this, I sort of related it to going to a supermarket. And if you go to a supermarket and let's just say you want to cook a particular meal and they don't have the ingredients, then what's your plan B? Now, some people will have a plan B in mind. Some people won't have a plan B. But for those that do go with a plan B, you know what I'm talking about. Like they haven't got this particular meat. Okay, well, maybe I'm going to create this dish instead. So I'm going to buy X, Y, and Z. The point of saying that is if you've got plan B for menial things like that, then you should have a plan B for life. Plan B comes down to what's happening macroeconomically, what's happening in your country, what happens if something terrible happens in your country. Do you then have the option to go somewhere else? Do you have an option to start your life again in a different country? Most people don't, and most people don't think of this sort of stuff. And this is the point of today's episode. Now, I'm doing this on the back of having now been um, a temporary Mexican resident, and that's fantastic. The and my wife all does have to uh, laugh. She knows I'm a bit stingy. And I do laugh uh, at myself. And she laughs at me when I say, because I've got a temporary residency, I can now go to the museums um, for free on, I think it's every Sunday or the first Sunday of each month. And I love that because it means I don't have to pay foreign prices. And especially when you go into like bigger uh, temples or places such as Chichen Itza or Ushmal, you can save quite a bit of cash there. Um, through having a residency card. Now, of course, that's not the reason I've done it, although I will take great delight in going to my first museum for free on a Sunday when I get around to doing it. But the point being, uh, trivial things aside, the point being that having a Mexican 
residency or temporary residency, I should say. Having that now is is crucial because although I've got a British passport and, you know, the British passport is great. It's great to get around the world. It's quite a strong passport. One of the strongest, I think, in the world. What if something were to happen in the UK? What if something were to go wrong? You have to remember that geographically speaking, we are, although we're quite close to the EU, we're relatively isolated. We're surrounded by the British and Irish Sea, the English Channel, etc. The UK has always been a, a place where we do things differently. We are, we're so unique in so many different ways. But that geography that we have it has advantages and has disadvantages. The advantages is we know we haven't been successfully invaded since 1688. And you're thinking, oh, no, it's the Battle of Hastings, 1066. No, we did have the Glorious Revolution in 1688. But we haven't been invaded since then. So that's great. We have a geographical and strategic advantage when it comes to our, our geography. We've been relatively politically stable, give or take. In comparison to many other places, we are relatively politically stable. The odds of seeing anarchy are, I would say, low, not impossible, because things are bubbling up, as we're all aware, with everything that's been going on in the world in the last few years. Things are bubbling up to the point where having that plan B is, is, is becoming more and more crucial. Now, I don't want to come across all doomsday and, you know, so negative, it's unbelievable. I'm attacking this with a pragmatic approach. And that is the point of today's podcast episode, is having the diversification of residency helps you to build a global safety net. We're not going to go into multiple different ways that you can uh, create or you can get citizenship. You know, we've covered that in uh, an episode quite a while ago. I'm just having a look through to see what episode number that was so I can direct you in the right place. I will find that in, I'll find that in due course. We basically, we've done an episode uh, a little while ago about it. Maybe we'll do um, an episode again, but in a nutshell, what you can do, you can apply for residencies or citizenships through financial means. So you might be able to invest in the country and then get what you call golden visa. You can change religion. Uh, that, that only applies to a couple of countries. I think Israel is the main one where if you convert to Judaism and they will fast track your application. Uh, residency or citizenship through marriage, that's the route. I've been fortunate enough to go down where my wife is, is Mexican and we recently got married uh, in Mexico. And it was a great it was a great couple of days. It was great to have friends and family come out and, and have a big celebration. So that was really good fun. So I've been able to do it by the um, uh, marriage route. And then the other one, which, again, we've been speaking about um, a lot. And we, there are we started to work on plans on this is citizenship by birth, i.e. if you give birth to a child in a particular country, that child then becomes a citizen of that country then it also means uh, the parents in some circumstances uh, are also able to become citizens within a particular time frame. There are a couple of countries where that process is relatively quick. Uh, the one that springs to mind is Argentina. I believe Brazil is also pretty good for that sort of stuff as well. Now you might be thinking, well, Rob, you know, why would you do that? Why are we talking about this? The thing is, it's going back to putting your, all your eggs in one basket. It's crucial to have plan B. You know, Aaron and I have got plan B for business. I think we've, you know, there's even a plan C out there just in case. If you've got it for business, you need it for life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket by just having one passport. You know, uh, 
what if something were to happen in the UK? Going back to our geography, you know, we're in the middle of some global superpowers. We are in the middle, quite literally, of the USA and Russia and China. Now, I'm not saying that you know there is going to be World War Three. I don't know. British diplomacy is British diplomacy. We've always been very good at being two-faced. We will tell you one thing and then we'll do something completely different behind your back. That's going to have quite a lot of consequences, I think, moving forward. What if uh, you know, nuclear weapons do start to get used? Who knows? I'm not saying that is going to happen, but what if it does happen? What if the UK uh, decides to you know, keep taxing its citizens? I'm sure, you know, listening to this, and I get fed up with it as well. I hate being taxed. I, I absolutely despise being taxed. You probably do too. Why? Because at the same time, you know, we're in a situation where we've got tax, 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 tax. We're getting screwed at the pump uh, in terms of petrol prices, diesel prices. And that doesn't help because of a government reaction to events in the last three or four years. But it also means that whenever people have to pick up the tab in the UK, that means your ass and my ass, we get screwed. More tax, more tax, more tax. And ultimately, what are we paying tax for? We're paying tax so a bunch of councils can be so inefficient that we have to go into big brother mode with more CCTV, more parking, fines, and all that sort of crap. All the little things that we hate to be a part of in the UK. We then have all these aid programs. We're giving out millions to Yemen. Uh, we're giving out millions to Ukraine. The Yemen one bugs me because then we have arms deals with Saudi Arabia the very people that are bombing the crap out of Yemen. Again, your ass is paying for that, for your tax, for your council tax, for whatever it might be. You're paying for that. That's not acceptable. What if the government ups the VAT? What if government ups the tax, the amount of tax that we need to pay, you know, we or that we should pay? We are one of the high, most highly taxed countries in the world. And to me, that's unacceptable. I don't want that. I don't like having that restriction. I want to be able to have the option to say, actually, do you know what? Adios. Hasta luego. See you later on. I'm off to country B. I've now got the option, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, it, it was a very proud moment, a very proud day to, to get that residency card. Yes, it's only the start and there's many more places to go and there's uh, other passports to obtain because it's about having global options, not just for myself, but for my wife, also for future generations. For um, our kids, they will have multiple options. And through lineage, when they get around to having kids, the grandchildren, you know, will have those options as well. And that's all because of the decisions that we've made here and now. And, and that's the thing that that global plan B means a lot to me. It means a lot to my wife as well. It means a lot to us as a team. And it just means that having that flexibility, uh, you never know when you're going to need it. So that, that's really the point of this episode, that if you already have um, a secondary passport, Great. If you already have a secondary residency, then absolutely fantastic. If you don't, then there are ways that you can obtain them. You could have the financial means to get a golden visa. You could obtain a, a residency based on the amount of income that you have. Great. You could get a secondary residency through marriage. That's what I've been able to do. You could do it through uh, giving birth in a different country. You can also do it by changing religion. Now, there's not a one solution fits all, but the point being that no matter what country you're from, no matter where you're listening to this podcast from, that if you've only got the one passport, you've only got the one residency, I urge you to explore looking at obtaining 
a secondary residency or obtaining a secondary passport. So one thing I completely missed out, I've just realized, is ancestry. If you've got you know, your family tree, let's just say you're a UK citizen, and let's just say you have some ancestry in, I don't know, South Africa, Brazil, Chile, insert other country here. It's worth exploring that in order to get a secondary passport. It, it really, really is. You never know when you're going to need it. Honestly, I hope to, you know, the big man upstairs, etc. that I will never need to use all of these other residencies and, and future passports that I hope to get. I honestly hope that I never need to use them. But by having that option, it increases my ability to go around the world. And that is the most important thing to myself. That's the most important thing to my wife. It's the most important thing to us. To allow us to have that flexibility moving forwards is incredibly crucial. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a great sort of couple of weeks being able to, you know, get this ID card. And what I would say, and this is very specific, is if you are ever looking at getting married in Mexico and you are looking at going through the process of getting a Mexican residency via or through marriage specifically, uh, please drop me an email, rob at tpmpodcast.com. Um, now I've gone through the experience, uh, I'm in a position to be able to tell you exactly what you need to do and how you can do it. So if you're ever looking to go down that route, specifically of getting married in Mexico to a Mexican citizen, um, I, I should be able to help you at the back end with paperwork and, and immigration if you need that, robertpmpodcast.com. Please do look at getting a secondary residency. Please do look at getting a secondary passport. As you said, there's multiple ways to do it. It's about diversifying your residency, diversifying your options, building a global safety net for you, for your family, for your business. It is very crucial that you look at doing this. Please do not put all of your eggs in one basket. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, get yourself down to Progressive Property Friday the 20th to Sunday the 22nd of October. Completely free to attend. The link is in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel as well. Please tell everyone as much as you can about the YouTube channel and the podcast. Uh, thanks to your help, the numbers are really, really improving and we've got a lot of messages to get out there. So thank you for listening. I enjoyed the networking event and uh, enjoy exploring and obtaining your secondary residencies and passports. Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. To help the podcast even more, please do head over to patreon.com forward slash property nomads. That's patreon.com forward slash property nomads. Mm-hmm.